hello 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 it's another new week welcome to the i have no idea what i'm doing podcast today is august 4th 2020 and i'm your host paula rogo i want to welcome you all especially to the new listeners of the podcast many of you have joined since i did my last one-on-one so welcome to the pod however you found me the show is specifically for and about women who are doing business in africa And of course, it's for the men who are wise enough to listen, as Susie Orman says. But it's also about the things around business, including money and life. So the show is made up of a combination of solo chats just with me, as well as interviews with other women entrepreneurs in Africa. So for example, last month in July, I interviewed Trisha Wanchala of Trisha's Naturals, Sonal Haria of Canvas Cosmetics, and Abba Arunga of Lava Latte, all Kenyan entrepreneurs. But then once a month, I'll also be hosting a Money Matters episode. And that episode specifically focuses on women and personal finance, which I also think is an important aspect of entrepreneurship as well. It's just understanding your personal finance. And so last month for my Money Matters episode, my premiere one, I talked about the seven signs that show that you don't know how to handle your own money. I got a really good response from that. It seems like y'all are really into talking more about money. So I'm going to keep that up. Thank you so much. Also, we have a Facebook group specifically for listeners of the pod called African Women in Biz. And this Facebook group gets first grab when episodes drop Anytime there are giveaways, we've had one giveaway so far with Trisha's Naturals. We have another one coming in a few episodes, so looking forward to that. And all that information is in the group, and it's a chance for us to come together and talk more about being businesswomen in a really safe, private space. So feel free to join it. The link to it will be found in the show notes. But also I'd like to specifically welcome Victoria, Stella, Joanne, Monyangi, uh, Josephine, and Mukami, all new members of the Facebook group. Welcome. And so this week I am doing a solo pod, a solo episode, and it's the first of two about the business mistakes that I made in my first two years of business. But I'm going to quickly digress because I actually need to talk about Beyonce. Unless you're living under a rock, you know that Black is King, her latest musical endeavor came out um, this past weekend. And whether you've been able to watch it, uh, bootleg version, I think I that's, that was me, or if you've had DSTV, I hope you've at least seen it or at least seen snippets of it. Some of you know that I'm a journalist, and until recently, actually, I worked for Essence Magazine in the US, uh, where I covered African pop culture for them. And so I was in the midst of it all when Lion King, The Gift, which was Beyonce's accompanying album for the Lion King live action that Disney put out last year, I was doing coverage for that. And one of the things I was able to do, I interviewed the women who were involved with the project 
the African women. So I talked to Yemi Alade of Nigeria, and then of course uh, these two South African artists, Busiswa and Moonchild Sinelli, who you can see really doing their thing in Black is King. I'm so proud to see them. And they told me about what it was like working with Beyonce. They all really championed her work ethic and how open she is to learn. And for me personally, I enjoy most Beyonce projects, but really the things that always fascinate me most about her is any sort of content that showcases her work ethic, the work behind the projects. I really enjoy those things. So like when Homecoming came out on Netflix, you could see snippets of her work ethic and what it took to put together such an amazing show at Coachella. And I enjoy watching that behind the scenes, the displays of work ethic, innovation, boundary pushing that she puts herself through and she puts her team through and it just inspires me. And so listen, Beyonce, she's a queen. She did it again with Black is King. What an artist. I hope you watched it. And I just had to set aside time here on this podcast to give her her praises because she deserves it. So back to the actual point of this episode, uh, which again is to talk about the business mistakes that I made in my first two years. In my last episode with Abba Runga of Lava Latte, we talked about if one needs an MBA to start a business. And she said, no, you don't need an MBA to start a business. But what I will say is that these last two years of business have been my business school. And there have been some extremely expensive mistakes that I have made in order to pay for that training. Listen, the reason I started the podcast was to learn from those who have done it before me, who have been through this business journey before me and can share what they know. But I'm also here to teach those of you who are coming up behind me what I have learned along the way. And I have made some deep, deep, deep mistakes that were expensive to my wallet, my time, my spirit, but they were hard learned lessons. And I want to make sure that you don't have to endure what I did. So I'm looking forward to sharing this first part of two episodes around the mistakes that I have made. Number one is bad contracts. I was plagued by bad contracts in 2020, and I can tell you exactly why. It's because lawyer fees are extremely expensive, and I was looking for a shortcut. And what I'm telling you is do not look for the shortcut. Figure out a way to pay the lawyer what they deserve. I had an original set of contracts that a lawyer had made for me. And instead of having this lawyer look over the contract with each individual projects that I had going, what happened is I took shortcuts and tried to repurpose older contracts for my needs at the time. And sometimes it actually worked beautifully, but when it didn't, and I had to go into the contract to see what I'd actually put in there, it was terrible. Because sometimes in repurposing contracts, you leave out the possibilities of the current situation because contracts are different for a reason. And because things go wrong all the time, so it can be you have to let an employee go. And in our case with Africa Podfest, which is one of my companies, for those who don't know, we had to cancel Africa Podfest due to COVID. And the contracts around those 
things, whether it's employees, podfest, etc., left the company exposed. And you never want to leave your company exposed. And I have since learned my lesson. Pay the lawyer. They might be expensive, but they're cheaper than what you will have to deal with on the other end. And if you want to learn more about the legal side of your business and contracts and so forth and protecting yourself, I would definitely check out episode three of this podcast. It was part of season one where I spoke to uh, June Gashui, who is a lawyer, and Tanya Mulamula, who is a entrepreneur out of Tanzania, who really shared their experience around the legal side of their businesses. But, um, if you really want to understand that side of things, check it out. Even though I interviewed them and I knew better, I didn't do better. So don't be like me. Really be careful about your contracts. The second mistake that I made is that I took too much of my personal finances to pay for the company's finances. Now, if you listen to the first Money Matters episode, which is number 10, I hinted at spending my own money on my company. And that's extremely normal. There will be startup costs in any company that you start. And unless you get your funding from elsewhere, a good chunk of the time, some of that money will come from your own pockets. It's you making your own investment. But I do think it's important to set a limit on what that amount will be. Because if you don't, it just begins to bleed. <laughs> it can be easy, especially in the early days, if you're not yet making any money, it can be very easy for you to your personal finances to bleed in order to pay for the company. And what I'm saying is just put a limit. Tell yourself beforehand, this is the limit. And if I'm if I cross this limit, I'm very aware of the circumstances of the why I'm doing this. I will tell you, there were times where money would go straight from my paycheck, like money would enter my account, cha-ching, and immediately move to the company's coffers um, as quote-unquote startup costs. But it really felt more like sunk costs, to be quite honest. So set a budget around it and stick to it. So just be careful about that. The third mistake I made was allowing the client to dictate my terms for my company. Listen, this is this is a tricky one because the client is always right. But you also know yourself and you know your company. I had a client who, because of their particular rushed timeline, they had a very, very rushed timeline, did not allow me the due diligence to understand what the required work was. I understood it, but I didn't do the full due diligence around it based on speed and time. And of course, sometimes, you know, you don't want to lose a client, you don't want to lose a customer and you speed up in order to match them. But don't do it to the detriment of your own business and your own particular requirements to do good work. Because I thought that I would worry about the specifics around the project when we got to them. And boy, was that a big mistake because the process throughout that project was extremely difficult and painful. Because I didn't do the due diligence I needed, the budget was off by a lot and I ended up eating a lot of those losses. And I was just generally annoyed throughout the whole project. So yes, they are the client, but they came to you for your product or your services. So you also get to dictate the terms, the pace and so forth. So that's really important. The fourth mistake I made was not really having a strategy and plan. 
the thing is, I thought I had a strategy and plan behind Kali Media specifically. What I learned is that having now gone as far as I have is that it was not a real plan and it was not a real strategy. And there was no way for me to know that until I went through the process because I did work on a blueprint for Kali Media. But what was misleading about it is that there was no key strategic goals and no goalposts and KPIs. It was just, it was a good general place to work from, but it did not give me the direction that I needed. And you need direction and you need an end goal that you are working for in order to stay focused and in order to know how to build your company, really. So for a long time, Kali Media has felt a little helter-skelter, and understandably why, because the plan has been helter-skelter. But also, it's one of those things where sometimes you just have to start and you adjust along the way, but do know that sometimes these adjustments are expensive. And when I say expensive, I always mean expensive in terms of money, in terms of time, and in terms of your spirit. So just be careful about that. And what I would recommend is, if you're starting a business, try sit down with more than one person to consider your strategic goals. First of all, have strategic goals, let's just start there. And then sit down with someone, like a tough cookie who can speak to this, who can really help you figure out what those goals are and how you're going to implement them for your company. The fifth mistake I made is that I was not careful about leeches. Yes, leeches. As you grow your business, you'll become an expert in a certain area. Um, And because of that, people will constantly be asking you for help or advice or for industry information, insider information that is of value. Do note, I come from a place of abundance and generosity. I'm always very happy to share. I think the more you give, um, the more you get back. But be careful of leeches. And a leech is actually the dictionary definition is um, a leech is a segmented parasitic or predatory worm, some of which suck on your blood. Parasitic and they're predatory. The human versions of these leeches will be there only to bleed you dry of any information, any contact that you have with no quid pro quo. Of course, you want to give generously without having to expect anything in return. But at the end of the day, healthy relationships, even in business, are symbiotic. They are give and they're take. So just be careful of those who just take, 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 take all the time. So be generous, but also be careful. And then the last mistake that I made, at least the last one for this episode, (laughs) is that I didn't understand that it can take a while to build the right team. In the last episode, when I talked to Abba Arunga, she talked about human resources and how hard it can be to find the right team. And it can be costly, especially if you land on the wrong person. And it's a really difficult process because everyone puts their best foot forward. And so it's hard to tell if someone will really end up meshing and doing what they say they can do for the position. 
And that means that you might go through quite a few people to find someone who has the right work experience, the right work ethic, and has a culture match to you and your business. Having hired and let go of quite a few people over the last two years in both companies, I can say that I'm more interested in someone who can be trained. I, I don't mind if you don't have all the technical information and experience needed to do the role, that can be trained. But if you're willing to work hard, are consistent, are dependable and willing to learn, I will hire that person in a quick minute over someone who has more experience. What I learned, and this is also part of the bad contracts that I had, is that I never gave myself a trial period. I never gave myself and I never gave the person I was hiring a trial period that gave both of us an out in case things were not working. So my recommendation is give yourself time to build the right team, but also set up trial periods within your work contracts with anyone that you're bringing on board um, on your team. I also have some advice around references. Um, When you're talking to references, really dig in to figure out the weaknesses and strengths of the applicant. That's really important. Really give those conversations due diligence. But also what I would recommend is their references, the ones they give you, are always the people who will give them the most glowing um, recommendations. I'd look at their CV and or at their resume, and I would pick one or two companies on there in which they haven't given you the as a reference. And I would call them up and ask some questions as well, some background questions on on the applicant. And for me, that's actually been a huge, huge, huge help in trying to figure out if a person is a good fit for the position. So those are my first six mistakes. I'll be sharing the next six after uh, next week's interview. So you'll be expecting those in about two weeks time. I'd love to hear from you. What is the one mistake you've made in your business and how has it affected you? And what changes have you made from that mistake? You can definitely email me, info at kali.media. You can check me out on my Instagram at African Women in Biz. I'll be asking that question there. Or the Facebook group, of course, the conversation will continue there. So I look forward to hearing from you. And then finally, I have started receiving recommendations for future entrepreneurs that I could potentially bring on the podcast. If you'd like to recommend yourself or another African woman entrepreneur to be on the show, there is a form to fill out. You can find it in the show notes. It's great because I'm starting to pull together my next round of interviews and there's already one or two from that recommendation form that are really catching my eye. So thanks so much for taking the time to recommend yourself, big ups to you, or to recommend uh, someone you think has a lot to add to this conversation. And that's it for this week. Have a great week, everyone. So be it, see to it.